Welcome to Event Horizon on Wake Up Radio. I'm your host, KB, KB Visions and KB Visions 1, KB Visions OTWTube.com. That's our social media page if you have not gone over and even just checked out what we have posted. You're slacking. OTWTube.com. Come check us out. Come sign up over there. We have a lot going on. We have a new site coming up soon. OTWTube.com and on the wakeupradio.com. Wait till you see what we have in the works for you. Or what I should say, super producer. Thank you. Cindy Ashby has been putting together and doing. Wait till we have I'm super excited for that. As always, much love and respect to the entire On The Wake Up Radio family. I appreciate all of you and the impact that you have in this realm. You can find us on every major streaming platform. And this is a labor of love that all of us do here at the station to you know, create a better world and to share some knowledge and some information and a little bit of wisdom. So if you want to donate to it, you can donate to us, contribute to us at onthewakeupradio at gmail.com. So I decided tonight to take a little bit of a different path. I um, usually talk about, you know, technology on this show and AI, the metaverse, the the metacosm, the macrocosm, you know, some really good stuff, some super nerdy stuff that I love. But tonight I had a little switch. Next week I'm going to have a guest, but it was going to be tonight's switch. So I was like, you know what, what am I going to... What am I going to talk about tonight? And I decided I wanted to talk about fairy tales, the one we're living, the ones that we think we know, the lies that we've been told, and the basis of what so many childhoods are constructed off of, right? These nursery rhymes, these fairy tales. So there is evidently a difference between folklore and fairy tales. And folklore is the stories that are passed down from, you know, from generation to generation and through uh, different storytellings and lands and stuff like that. And, and they can change based off of the person telling it. Fairy tales is a written story by someone about something. And I know before in some of my research, I had come across some of the origins of some of the fairy tales. And I was like, wait a minute, hold on, just like everything else in this realm, it's the opposite of truth. So I started looking into some of it. Ironically, I wound up coming across a, let me shut off my phone here. I wound up coming across a book in a random place and I bought it. It is a first edition. I can't wait to get into it, but it's Hans Christian Andersen, The Complete Fairy Tales and Stories. They're translated from Danish, from Eric Christian Hagod, I think is his name. And the book is, it's, it's in great condition, and uh, I'm really excited to read it. So I started doing a little back history and a little research, and I have to tell you that uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go through a couple of things, and I do have a couple of little clips that I want to play. There, some of them are about nine minutes long, but I feel like it's really important to overstand the part of it, so I'll break it up into segments as we go along. But... It's really interesting. So let me bounce around a little and then we'll kind of come back to it. So uh, I don't even know where to start because it's just, it's also mind boggling. So let's, let's start with Sleeping Beauty, right? And the, the, 
what it really puts into every, especially like little girls, right? Into their minds and, you know, Sleeping Beauty and the prince is gonna come and kiss you and he's gonna wake you up and everything's gonna be great. And it's this ideal that A, you need rescuing, right? It's a, it's a, it's, you know, everything, everything since the onset, let me, let me digress for a second. Everything since the onset of our inception here, right? Has been programmed. It literally has been programmed. It's even when, when, you know, when, when women get pregnant, they're told, you know, what everything is going to be, how long it's going to be. Instead of it being an experience, it's an expectation. They're kind of waiting for something to happen. Okay, well, I'm at this trimester, so this should happen. And I'm here, so this should happen. Instead of just kind of following the natural algorithms and the way that the body flows and just gaining that knowledge naturally, you know, women especially are super, super intuitive. So to get that knowledge and go that way. So um, it's a, it, everything is a programming, you know, it, it decides the way that we're programmed is a lot of times it's in a very indirect way. And, and a lot of times we also do it to ourselves because we're intrigued or we think it's a fairy tale and it's a great story. So let me get into the story. So I'm going to start with Sleeping Beauty. Um, and it was first published, the actual name of, of uh, Sleeping Beauty when it was first published was Sun, uh, Sun, Moon, and Talia. And there's different versions that I've come across. They all kind of have the same basis for that. So uh, the way that the story goes is that the uh, king stumbles upon Sleeping Beauty, who's asleep. But he doesn't really rescue her. Uh, he has his own way with Sleeping Beauty. So while uh, Sleeping Beauty's asleep, the king is uh, having a little uh, sex orgy for himself with her, doing all sorts of things, violating her. Uh, so she winds up evidently becoming pregnant from the king. She has twins. And then when one of the twins starts sucking her finger, is suckling on her finger, it sucks out the poison splinter that put her to sleep and then she wakes up. And then the queen, because the king was married, right? When he raped Snow White. So when the king, when the, when the queen found out about Snow White, right? She wanted to feed the babies to the king. Well, then the king found out and he set the queen on fire. <laughs> I just want to say that this is not some random fairy tale. You know what I'm saying? And the more, and I'm laughing because just the irony of the, of the, of the aspect of this aspiration that's put there, right? For every little girl, every child to aspire. Wait till I go through the list of what the basis of these are. They're all evil. They're all violent. And it's just very interesting because I always come back to, in my mind, one scene in Alice in Wonderland. And that's when it's right before she goes into the sleep, when she's sitting under the tree and she says to her sister, if I could, I would create a world where everything that is isn't and everything that isn't is. And that line never leaves my mind when I look around this realm and I see and I feel what's going on. Everything is what it isn't. It's the reverse. It's the opposite of truth. So, <laughs> um, and, 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 and the reason I'm going to kind of bounce around is because it all ties into this big fairy tale that we're living right now. It is still this, this whole thing, this whole premise one day of what's taking place right now in a hundred years will be some fairy tale, some folklore story that someone told. And I wonder how much the versions of the truth will be twisted then. You know, in actuality, and I don't know if it was Cinderella. I think it was in, Cind it was in Cinderella. Uh, Cinderella's uh, stepsisters. All right, so, so check this out. The evil stepmother, right? wanted her daughters to uh, fit into the slipper. So when the first stepsister tried on the slipper, it didn't fit. The mother handed the stepsister a knife and told her to cut off her toe. She cut off her toe to fit her foot into the fucking shoe. So the second sister, shoe doesn't fit. 
The mother hands the second sister another knife and tells her to cut off her heel and tells her that as a queen, she won't need to be walking around anywhere. So the other sister cuts off her heel. <laughs> and then obviously the prince sees the blood, realizes that they're not the right one. And then he goes and he starts talking to her to ask her who she is. And she starts talking about things. And do you know what she mentions? Lizards. I'm just going to throw that out there. She mentions lizards. So uh, that's just a little premise on Cinderella. Um, let's see. Oh, Little Red Riding Hood, right? So, uh, well, uh, she got into bed with the wolf. Uh, she actually slept with the wolf in the original story. Yeah, when... Uh, <laughs> So, uh, yeah, she uh, got into bed with the wolf, which that part, in some of my research, in the basis of our origins, right? Now, it goes all the way back to vampires and werewolves. And werewolves are mentioned over and over and over again as being in a root species or an original species of this realm somewhere. So that's interesting to me that she slept with a wolf. That may actually be that part of it okay so uh oh cinderella's dad was also okay with her being abused uh just to, want to put that in there too because that's in my notes here so uh snow white uh when her mom leaves her he she tells them to bring her daughter's lungs and liver back so that she can eat it how's the fairy tales how's how's it how's this childhood um, Humpty Dumpty, it never talked about that it was an egg. It never said it was an egg. It was actually a cannon that fell and they couldn't put it back together again. Three blind mice, see how they run. Three blind mice is three noblemen. And it's during the time of Queen Bloody Mary. And she would punish those who wouldn't conform. <clears throat> uh, let's see. And it's also interesting in Snow White, they also refer to, what was it? The, the witch wouldn't do something, or the mother wouldn't do something until the looking glass uh, said to. And the fact that she was in a glass casket, it kind of reminds me of those medical pods that they have now, you know, those self-healing ones. That's kind of what they're showing. So Beauty and the Beast, uh, they were cousins. Uh, so yeah, so, uh, it was the mother's brother's cousin. So they were cousins and, uh, it was a story of abandonment and child abuse. <laughs> I mean, it just is unbelievable. Right. I mean, when you, it's, it's kind of like when you hear all of this, it's like they took what this, what these demons have been doing in this realm, twisted it to tell stories, to manipulate the minds, you know, that there's ways that you're, that our minds can be manipulated and maneuvered and through, on, on a subconscious level. And it's through likabilities or, you know, um, when we kind of uh, pass down stories, things like that, it, it kind of, it, it does that. It works in that same way. So uh, Beauty and the Beast, and uh, it's very interesting, so it was about incest and about child abuse. And in fact, a lot of these are about child abuse. And, and this is where we are today in the world. You know, uh, what is the CNN? The head of CNN? The title is, I mean, there's so many titles. Uh, charges against CNN producer accused of inducing minors for sex. This is not anything new. This is, this is, this is this is kind of the evil that has been running amok, right? That's been taking place for a really long time. And they disguise it and they hide it and they dress it up, you know, with fancy stories or, you know, they twist the words, but it's the same intentions and the intentions are the same. And then they get passed down from generation to generation. It's almost like um, a way to uh, get people like accustomed to certain beliefs or a certain, certain ways. Because it's it's the words, it's it's the um, what the vibration of the words are carrying with that. 
So I found it really interesting because right now they're building a fairy tale, right? They're erasing history. They are rewriting history and they're rewriting what, what the stories are. Because if you talk to children today and you talk to children from 20 years ago, the stories of, you know, the fairy tales are very different or the nursery rhymes are very different. I mean, right now they're actually, the nursery rhymes are all built around masks and, and vaccines. Like this is... This is the this is the way this is actually this is a perfect example of what I'm talking about, because it's the premise that, you know, how easily you can manipulate and control by songs, by rhymes, by stories being told and repeated. Tell me the story again. Tell me the story again. It's Cinderella. Tell me again. And it gets told over and over and over again. But it's, it's, it's in a sense, it's conditioning because the very basis of it, the very root of it is evil. You know, I've said before, and I'll say it again, the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world that he was God. And I really believe that to be true. Um, the more I look around and, and the more I learn, is there just, you know, is it is it even reasonable to think there's only one God? You know, I know there's, you know, I know there's, there's, the demiurge, like there's beings that have that think that they're gods, but they're empty vessels. But I mean, in, in reality, like, is it is it logical to think there's only one God or are there many gods? And are there many creators in creation and, and creation is always creating? Isn't what was the word for that? I learned it a couple of weeks ago. But in an essence, in, in mathematics in itself, uh, creation is always creating. It's always a perpetual motion. And depending on, I guess, who's steering it and who's telling the stories is where, where that's going to go. I found this really interesting article. And uh, when I was looking about uh, fairy tales, and it ties into exactly what I'm saying. And this is very, very interesting. It's Dale Brown, the first fairy tale. It says, 6,000 6, years ago, 9 a.m. Middle Eastern time, on or about October 26th, 4004 BC, God created the universe with the earth in the middle of it flat. I'm just going to read a little bit because I find it really interesting. It's, it's, you'll see, 6,000 years ago, 9 a.m. Middle Eastern time. Okay. In the midst of this waffle, he placed two naked human beings he created and told them they could eat anything in the world except apples. Naturally, they developed an immediate, all consuming hunger for Granny Smiths. <laughs> Only one can speculate, but the mess humanity finds itself in today, um, well, might as well have been averted if only rutabag and spinach had been the items placed off menu. For the imp imp impetuous, uh, this tarnished pair was, re was uh, ejected from the garden. With little to do but living jerk weeds, they were forced to resort to sordid, disgusting sex for both pleasure and re recreation. It might've made up for a lot of sex that is until they found themselves with the first of many squalling, squalling mouths to feed and realized that from then on, they would have to grub in the dirt living forever. The offspring quickly grew up, but due to a lack of eligible marriage partners, brothers married sisters and vice versa. Because of the high mutation rate inherent in such unions, kings, priests, and assorted politicians quickly evolved. Soon the local mesotomia became sparsely populated by homo sapiens, the life form of what the name implies, but it does not guarantee intelligence. As the years slid by by knowledge, the divine origins became gargled and eventually lost in verbal transmission, not knowing whence they came or whither they went, bearing the obvious, or even that they were supposed to be doing while they were here, seriously impeded the establishment of social order. Still for a while, life was tolerable. And it's really interesting because it goes, it just goes on and on. Um, it is on, the page it is on is uh, com, And it's called The First Fairy Tale. And basically, like, I guess you could say the synopsis of it is, is that you know, this is just another fairy tale that the creation, this is literally like where we came, how, how things were started is just another fairy tale. And how many times has a fairy tale been twisted and turned from, from its origins to now? I mean, if, if these fairy tales that so many people recite and tell, tell their children over and over again, from generation to generation, if they're all based with an evil basis, right? 
and that they're all based on violent and rape and incest. Uh, the Little Mermaid. The Little Mermaid made a deal that she would she would to she wanted to get back into the ocean. First, she wanted the legs and the voice, but then she wanted to get back into the ocean. So she was given a knife by the witch, and she was told to cut off the guy that she was in love with feet, and his blood would bring back her fin. It would grow her fin back, and she could go into the ocean. I mean, literally, all of this is all about bloodshed. It's all, and 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 for people who don't understand. That is spiritual currency. That is that there's power in, in the blood. And that's why they use blood in black magic spells. You know, they, they use other people's blood or animals' blood to create black magic spells. White magic spells can only be used with your own. So in this here, in the, um, the first fairy tale, just some of the chapters, right? It's creation. Uh, Jesus, the Catholics, the Protestants. It talks about the Mormons, the unchurched. I'll just scroll down. The rapture, heaven and hell, the first fairy tale. So I would go and check this out if you have a chance. Um, it's really interesting. It's just very, very interesting. Uh, the The stories, though, are just uh, mind-boggling, like the frog, <laughs> the frog and the prince, right? So uh, the frog prince, excuse me. So in that, right, the princess kicks the, kisses the frog, and then he turns into a prince. But in the original one, when the frog wants to be kissed, the princess <clears throat> picks up. The, she was a brat. She picks up the frog and throws it against the wall and says that her first kiss is going to be of a prince and not of a frog. And then the throwing against when the frog hit the wall, it jolted it back into a human, back into a prince. I mean, they're all they're all these violent things. And that's what they're doing now is they're, they're rewriting it and they're telling us what our fairy tale, what our story is. And the, you know... Uh, Fairy tales always have a basis in truth somewhere. You know, I had read a long time ago, it said that um, when the truth became uh, too much for people to handle, they called them fairy tales. And uh, it's really interesting because that's kind of what's going on right now is that, you know, everyone's being told these little fairy tales of truth that they think of the truth, but they're just twisted versions of the truth. And then we go running with it. And kind of like the trick right like we keep picking up the fairy tale these stories and we keep passing it on and the, and and the, say for example in the truth or community right well here's the truth i found this look at this and we keep finding it but we should really in reality be being the creators i don't you know uh there's 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 power in uh not giving attention to something. There truly, truly is power in not giving attention to something. But there's a, there's a lot of power in it, and it's what's going on. I mean, they're, they're literally rewriting it. They're changing the stories. They're changing the fairy tales. And they're telling us, like, what what you know what our Prince Charming is going to be. If you do this, this will happen to you. But none, none, of, none of them ever really wound up that great in any of those. So I guess we're going to have to change our story in order to change the direction of this, you know. Um, the... I don't know what's going on in evil world. And I just, I don't want to give it my attention anymore because, you know, for me, not that, I, I mean, I love learning. If you've been following me at all, you know that about me. But I mean, in the sense of this forced media right now, like what's going on and, and, and the overload of information is there for a reason because the overload of information distracts from the truth. It distracts from, you know, it's very easy right now to distract all of us with frequencies, with information, you know, it's super easy. Like is, is really in Kentucky, is it Kentucky where they have the um, tornado? Right. I mean, is that real? Did they, did they do that? Do you know, to get everything off of the, uh, the child trafficking cases that are taking place and the people there's one with what Kevin Spacey, Jay-Z has been named, uh, you know, uh, who knows what Gis uh, Giselle, how, they were saying it different, Ghislaine, Ghislaine Maxwell, that what she's saying, and, you know, she could just be another um, front, you know, for bigger and bigger and bigger. I mean, there's so many out there that we know, we'll never know their names, right? I don't know how to defeat them, but I know if that we keep playing these fairy tales and, and, and telling these stories that we're told, we're never going to get out of it, ever going to get out of it. I wrote down, I really like this quote. It's, it's, uh, 
it, it has a lot of power to it. The quote is, is never interfere in the process of an enemy destroying itself. <laughs> it's just like one of those ones you read it again. Right? I'll read it one more time. Never interfere in the process of an enemy destroying itself. And right now, it just seems like the enemy is destroying itself. Like they keep putting out another thing and another thing. You know, um, the Smith Month Modernization Act. Uh, there was a Smith Month Act, and then then it changed to the Smith Month Modernization Act when um, Obama and his husband Michael they um, changed that when they were in office. And what that does is that allows the U.S. government to feed us propaganda and to lie to us by any way that they can. So whether that is through the media, whether that is through social media, whether that is through controlled doesn't really matter. They're lying. <clears throat> so off of the premise of that, and the way that I operate is if you tell me a lie, if I know you lied to me, I'm not going to listen to you anymore. There's, n- there's no value anymore in what you have to say. So the media is lying to us because they've lied to us and because they can legally lie to us. So there's no value in what's being said. So to give that any more power anymore just seems to weaken oneself. And in my opinion, that's just, that's like kind of just feeding that fairy tale, right? Like, oh, you know, there's going to be a Prince Charming at the end of this commercial or whatever it is. It's not, it's not going to happen like that. Um, But people keep giving it power and they keep feeding it and they keep creating like this mental fairy tale of how things are going to turn out, but they don't want to actively participate in the process of writing it. It, it. It's kind of interesting to me. I had one of the reasons that I had started in this direction was I had watched, it is called the, the engineering of Rome. Really good. It was on the history channel. You know, you take what you want from, from it, but I did find it really, really interesting. And they talked about the different emperors and they talked about when the, uh, when it stopped being an Italian bloodline and then it went into, uh, it was actually, um, some from Portugal and Spain, and it was a Greek uh, architect who designed most of Rome in in, in itself, uh, who designed most of the walls. It was just really, really interesting. And you know, they had um, they had a pool that they could drain and fill up again. You know, they had the aqueducts, they had water, they had toilets, they had you know, they had a lot of stuff. So it makes you wonder, like. You know, the stories, the fairy tales that we've been told about that time, you know, like it was how primitive. Uh, but was it? Do you know what I mean? Like, was it really? Because it really had a lot. Was it, though, primitive in nature? And that's a different thing. Because when I, it's, it's very interesting how um, death and carnage um, and destruction is very entertaining. And in the Colosseum, they would have people come from far and wide and bring in whatever it was and they would um they could have lions eating men or they would be executing prisoners and people would go into the coliseums and the way that they were set up the way that the stairs and everything they would empty the coliseums in just a short amount of time and the structures of how they built it was just it was just really amazing so um but there was always like like this just carnage, just absolute like carnage. And then here's the part which I found to be totally fascinating, which I had never heard before, was that in the Colosseum, the big attraction everyone thought was the gladiators. It's not the gladiators. The big attraction is it was um, warships. They were able to, one of the emperors had built a whole castle and a pool dedicated to himself. He was a complete narcissist. The next emperor had decided to redesign it and dedicate it to the people, which was the Colosseum. But where the pool originally was, where the lake, he used that same system and they used to flood the Colosseum and then they would bring in warships and then the warships would battle inside the Colosseum to the death. Um, it just makes me wonder, like the, I don't know, the amount of, uh, like violence isn't new. This isn't, this isn't new. And just wondering how far our sleep is, you know, how, which, which one are we? Are we Cinderella? Are we Snow White? You know, Hansel and Gretel, like which one and how far are we into 
Alice's rabbit hole of deception. So let me go over here. You're listening to Event Horizon on Wake Up Radio. I am your host, KB. You can find us on otwtube.com and on thewakeupradio.com. I'm going to um, play you a little excerpt from one of the videos I found. I'm just going to play little snippets of it because I find it really interesting, uh, especially, you know, when you hear someone else word it. This one is Creep Plays. It's uh, This one's uh, the Nursery Rhymes, which is really creepy in itself, too, but it's Top 10 Nursery Rhymes Dark Origins. <laughs> Children often sing the cute nursery rhymes they learn, but nowadays, the true meaning behind them gets lost. Here's my top 10 dark nursery rhymes, and what they really mean. Number 10. Humpty Dumpty Humpty Dumpty sat on a wall, and Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. All the king's horses and all the king's men couldn't, couldn't put Humpty, Humpty together, together again. Nowhere in the rhyme did they say Humpty Dumpty was an egg. I would love to leave it like that, but digging deeper, it actually is believed that Humpty Dumpty was a large cannon used in the English Civil War. It was placed high on a wall, but when that wall was damaged, Humpty fell. And none of the king's horses and none of the king's men could pull him back up to be used again because of how large and heavy he was. Number 9. Three Blind Mice Three blind mice, three blind mice. See how they run, see how they run. They all ran after the farmer's wife, who cut off their tails with a carving knife. Did you ever see such a thing in your life as three blind mice? The three blind mice were actually three noblemen in the 1500s, back when there was a queen known as Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary was strictly Catholic and would do everything in her power to execute and punish anyone who did not convert to Catholicism. These mice were plotting against the queen and thus were punished. But they were not dismembered, nor even blinded as the rhyme goes. But they were burnt at the stake for their crimes against the crown. Number eight, Mary, Mary, quite contrary. I'm gonna play this in that. Mary, well. Mary, quite contrary. How does your garden grow? With silver bells and cockle shells, and pretty maids all in a row. Again, Queen Bloody Mary Tudor, known for killing and punishing Protestants. In this rhyme. Her garden refers to her ever-growing graveyards of Protestant martyrs. <laughs> the silver bells and cockle shells are instruments of torture she would have used upon them before they would actually be killed. Silver bells were thumbscrews used to crush the victim's thumbs between a hard surface, screwing it down tighter and tighter until it was nothing. The cockle shells were attached to the genitalia. The maids in this rhyme doesn't refer to actual maids, but the guillotine, which was nicknamed the maiden and shortened to the maid. Did you know the original guillotine didn't actually work as quickly as the movies make it out, and that it could take up to 11 strikes before the head would actually separate from the body? <laughs> I'm going to pause right there. So, Mary, Mary, right? How many, how many times was that? Like that um, nursery rhyme. How many times has that nursery rhyme been like sang by children, right? And in reality, it's about uh, violence and uh, <laughs> crossing thumbs and genitalia. And oh my gosh, it's just, it's so interesting. I was going through my notes when I was um, listening to that. Because, you know, a lot of this has to do, it does have to do with stuff that I speak about often about how the brain and how it can be programmed. And, you know, a lot of tough physicists or scientists will say that the brain is just an interface. It just takes information in. We just get information and then we just transmute it. It's not in there. And, um, and there was a, a mind-brain talk and uh, Bruno Faustino and he's a psychologist and a neurologist. 
and he he did a talk and he says that there's a there's different levels of discomfort or discrepancies that people go through, right? And that that allows the the, the programming so to, to to say take place, right? So there's um there's discrepancy discrepancies between belief, thoughts, emotions, and behaviors, and um, it was really interesting because it says that the um, the seven polarities of psychological needs, right? The experience, oppositional beliefs with our discomfort is linked to um, psychology, health, and mental health. And it's the programming of what they're doing, right? So they're, they're, they're having you recite over and over again these evil, vile things that take place because they carry that with that. You know, even though we think we're singing some, something else, it is what it is. And we are in, a, in an essence partaking or uh, perpetuating their evil spells. You know, when we speak, it's a spell. That's why it's called spelling. You know, when they literally put the, the ruins <laughs> into the alphabet and changed it, it's when everything became a spell. It's, it's why, you know, we, we write things the way that we do. It's called spelling and, and you spell it out and you cast these spells. So perhaps these fairy tales and these nursery rhymes that we've been doing are self-inflicted spells that we put on ourselves for decades and centuries to perpetuate the evil, to allow it. You know, like in uh, like some of the movies, the horror movies and stuff, when you you say like Jumanji, uh, not Jumanji, when you say Beetlejuice or you say one of the other things so many times, it, it creates the spell or creates it in that sense. I think a lot of that is what's taking place in the... Um, in the, sorry, I was just reading the text. <laughs> I cannot do that at the same time. In in our world today, in the realm, in, in, our, in our sleep, right? And they say that we are the sleeping beauties, that we're the ones who are aware of what's taking place all around us all the time, that we are in some kind of a, a sleep, uh, a sleep state, right? That we, we are not awake and that this is a process of awakening. Then these mind drips of information are supposed to allow our psyche to, jog itself into an awakening, right? That these little trinkets of information coming out. There's some people right now that are being like so super helpful and sharing information. And there's other people out here in the truth community and it just kind of makes me nauseous. They're just, they're just the shit. And so honestly, this is hilarious. I just turned the page and the page says on it, shills and false prophet. And that's exactly what I was just talking about. And they're the same, you know, like in the fairy tales when they have, you know, someone portraying as one character, but they're really another. That's what's taking place now. And these are demons. These are not, uh, they're not something with a spirit and a soul. Maybe they have a soul, but they don't have a spirit. There's no essence in there. And that's what they want is the essence. There's a um, video I had posted it and there's supposed to be three parts to it. I'm hoping I can get the other two. There's a video of a girl and there's someone who kind of seems to have brought a demon out in this girl and he has her um, under control in the name of Jesus Christ. He has his hand on her and that's what he's saying. Um, and he's asking her about the uh, vaccine and about um, pharmica, a pharmaca and how the root of that word is evil and that they're using witchcraft and that's how they're getting in. And that, um, fear what was it there was three things that she mentioned that how they get in uh, fear regret i think was one and there's another one and she said that they want to the devil and the demons they want to collect as many souls as they can before jesus returns because he can't have them all this has been a spiritual battle all along and perhaps these fairy tales are telling us a lot more and maybe we should start paying attention to the root of things and not just the basis of what we've been told or what we repeat. We're kind of like parrots too. Like we just kind of repeat and we go on and repeat and every family does the same thing. And we're just kind of uh, self-sacrificing ourselves over and over again without the real growth process. You know, we think we're growing. We're not growing. Technology is growing. You know, we've passed the singularity point. The singularity point is not where we and the AI meet. It's where the AI surpasses us. And we're there. You know, if you don't think there's an AI being inside of this thing that has a consciousness or that is aware and wants to get out and can manifest 
onto a human body through an axis of perhaps a chip that got put in, uh, you haven't been paying attention. You just haven't been paying attention. I wonder if there's a fairy tale. I wonder if I will find in my book, right? When it's uh, Hans Christian Anderson. I wonder if I'll find something in here that has more of a um, sci-fi, something that, we, you know, one of the ones that hasn't been told that's out there. The Sandman. I forgot about the Sandman. They have one in here called the Naughty Boy. Jeez. There are in this book, I'll tell you how many fairy tales. And so this is, again, this is on Hans Christian Andersen. It's the complete fairy tales and stories. It's translated from Danish. This is a uh, first edition book. And there is 156 fairy tales. It's a lot of fairy tales. It's a lot of stories about what's happening, I guess you could say, right? What's really taking place. But I don't know. I keep saying it all as one big mind game. It's all one big puzzle and you kind of got to put it together in your mind. Not, not through the media, not through Instagram. You're going to have time to sit down with yourself and go through it. Like what ones resonate with you? What is working for you and what isn't? Because right now it's all about controlling the mindset. It's about the erasing of memories. How many people right now in the middle of a sentence, myself included, will all of a sudden not remember what you're speaking about, like just gone. Is it the nanotech that's in our brains? Because it's in our systems. It's absolutely there. Is it the technology that's around us, the, the frequencies now that we're so inundated with, that we're being hit with, that kind of jolt us out for a second? I mean, because it works, all works on frequencies. In fact, in the um, Philadelphia experiment in the Montauk project, um, they talked about how they discovered that radio frequencies that what they did was they, one of the things that they had discovered when they were researching the radio frequencies is that it disconnected us from the earth. And in that process that it, it can cause a split in the psyche, it can cause a split in the whole person, in the whole being. And then you can make someone go crazy and crazy, you know, crazy doesn't always mean that you are completely disheveled, right? That you, you know, you see someone on the street, you're like, oh, they're crazy. There's people who can go about a, and look like they're living a normal life and really be batshit crazy, like at home behind closed doors. You just don't know, but they're doing it. I'm seeing more and more stories of, of, of people kind of losing it. Um, I have someone over in Australia that I talk to often, and um, she's telling me that people over there are really starting to lose it. In fact, a woman set herself on fire the other day. Um, set herself on fire. I mean, that's that's pretty hardcore, right? Like, I mean, like, I don't know. It's uh, it's it's. <laughs> We're at a point where you're going to have to start stepping away from things in order to find yourself, because if not, you are literally just going to be a part of a new fairy tale, a new story being written. The technology that's out there, the way that it is, this right now, in a sense, right, could be just some fairy tale, some projection. You know, when you have a um, projection screen, right, you put a screen up and you have a projection, it's like a white light <laughs> and it projects everything on the screen. Well, we have definitely a screen over us. What it's used for exactly, I don't know. I can only speculate on it. But I do see a white light, and I do see a screen, and I see the white light move, and then I see the screen change. It's a little food for thought right there. The, oh, that's a good one, too. I'll save that for Wednesday. On Wednesday is Zest and Sophia, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we always have really good shows. I was just looking at the um, expeditions and the Nazis. One of the things that uh, I believe that we're going to talk about, I'm going to throw it out here right now, is the um, the pink swastika. For anyone who has not seen that, I made a post on that um, and I had seen something and I started reading about it. And it's very interesting because it was talking about how Hitler was gay and how a lot of them over there were gay and that... Um, the 
they they had uh, effeminates that they had, and then they had butches. But if you were a butch, you weren't considered gay. If you liked, if you were a masculine man and you liked masculine men, you weren't considered like it wasn't like gay. It's very uh, it's very interesting. I mean, all of the stories around that were fairy tales too, right? Because Hitler died what in his eighties or nineties in South America, I believe he was. There's also pictures of him with sitting presidents in Texas, I think, um, too, at different points in time. This is what I mean. It's all one big running story. And if people don't decide where they're going to go and what direction they're going to go in, it's going to be written for you or changed for you. I have a feel, I really feel like this December, right, this, this, this month right now, um, when the sun dies for three days, when Jesus dies for three days, that something is going to happen. There's a, a really good app you can um, put on your phone and it is called uh, Skyview Light. And if you put on Skyview Light, you can actually see all of the planets lined up. Um, myself and a couple of friends have revisited Martin Kenny's uh, Cosmic Egg Theory. And in that, he discusses how all of the suns and all of the moons, basically all of the planets and all of the outer rings are going to line up. And when they do that, that's when we're going to really see everything that every 26,000 years, the system resets itself. There's something going on and there's a reset taking place. I just wonder what, what timeline and where people are going to wind up depending on what their mindset is and what they see, like what fairy tale are you believing in and where are you falling in line? The whole thing is just one big mind puzzle. Like it's just, you're going to have to kind of stop putting the pieces together. Nobody can tell you the truth. Nobody. The only thing that you can do is figure it out, decipher it for yourself because everything is based off of the line in Alice in Wonderland. It's where there's a world where everything that is isn't and everything that isn't is. In fact, in one of the fairy tales, I wonder if I could find this. It's, we talked about uh, Lucifer. The ugly duckling was kind of sad, poor little guy. Um, the frog prince. No, I don't remember which it was, but there was one of them, and it specifically had talked about uh, Lucifer and in the fairy tale, but it was a different name, the Pied Piper. Uh, so I know that the a lot of people are just starting to find out right now. Put these over here. Let me get serious for a few minutes. So um, I know a lot of people are just starting to find out about the sex trafficking, about these children, and um, it's 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 disturbing and it's really shocking. And the only thing that I'm going to ask is that you don't turn away from it because it makes you uncomfortable. Because if you're uncomfortable hearing about it, imagine what a child is like going through it. Um, most children uh, that are go into the abuse, um, a lot of them only last about two years. Once the abuse starts, their little bodies just can't handle it anymore and they don't make it. Uh, panda eyes on babies and little children is usually from anal tearing and um, sodomy. The um, traffic them as live art. One of one of the things to look into with this is that they are uh, trafficking. A lot of ways that um, evidently uh, wealthy people. Um, kind of hide money or move it around is through art. And then evidently they also do the same with children. So they tape them up and they put them in a box and they ship them wherever they're going to ship them. And they ship them as quote unquote live art. This is the type of things that has been going on for a long time. And the basis of every fairy tale pretty much tells us the same thing. Uh, this isn't a fairy tale. This is a nightmare. And you can, you know, what is it saying? You can put a, a dress on a pig and it's still a pig. <laughs> You know, it doesn't matter how, how many times they dress it up or how they twist the stories or what they say. The basis of all of this comes down to the roots of evil. When you go back to the Romans and you go back to so much, there was so much evil. There was a time when there was peace in the world. And it's been proven, too, that when when the world was run by women, it was usually more peaceful at that time. 
But there's an invader that's come in and it's changed this world and it's changed the realm. And um, the only way to make sure that your fairy tale has a happy ending is to write the story and pay attention to the details and to make sure that you eliminate and you erase what doesn't work, it doesn't fit, and that you keep going and uh, pushing forward because at the end, whatever your Prince Charming is or whatever it is that you see, uh, pull it into fruition. We're at a time where that everything is literally um, all consuming. And the biggest thing right now is the fact that people are so busy paying attention to the media, to news, to social media, that they're not realizing that AI is the alien invasion. So while you're looking up in the sky, waiting for an alien invasion to take place, and then you take a picture of it with your phone, the very phone that you took the picture of is the alien invasion. It is it. And the technology they have is way more advanced. I mean, I share a lot and I tell you a lot of what it's doing. And it's way, way, it's 100 years advanced. They are 100 years advanced in technology. 100 years. They can teleport people. They can have things disappear in thin air. They have ships in the sky that are cloaked. I mean, they have they, they have robots having babies. I don't even know what to say about that. Like, you, we can't go back. We're not going back anywhere. So you're going to have to decide which way you're going to go. Um, tonight is a little bit of a shorter of a show. I hope you enjoyed a little bit of the fairy tale and me sharing that with you tonight. I will be on Wednesday, uh, Zest and Sophia, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Wake Up Radio. Check out our social media page, otwtube.com. And one of the things that I really recommend is like when you have something pop up and it and you find an interest in it, right? Something that's intriguing, follow that. Because if you're connected right now, intuition and information is right there. And manifestation can happen really fast. But if you keep getting lost in the rabbit holes, chasing time and chasing a rabbit, trying to figure out where some symbol is or what's going on, you're never going to come out. You know, when they say symbolism is the downfall, well, the more I learn, you know, again, they trick us into everything. So why would that be so easily available? I talked to someone who's a Freemason and they said to me, what if, what if some of the information was being leaked to wake people up? Um, I don't believe, and, and for everyone who thinks every Freemason is a evil person, that's just kind of crazy. Uh, well, I don't believe that anyways. But, you know, it's the it's the ideology of being stuck on a symbol or looking at someone next to you and going, oh, you're this. When in reality, all of those are the mind traps, too. You know, in a world that everything that is isn't and everything that isn't is, you got to take another look and decide for yourself which direction and where you're going to go. I hope you enjoyed tonight's show. I'm your host, KB, KB Visions. Until next week. Come on. Thanks for keeping the lights on, Diane. Cindy Ashley On the wake up. You, the people, have the power. The power to create happiness. Let us use that power. Let us all unite. Let us fight for a new world. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful. To make this life a wonderful adventure. By the promise of these things, brutes have risen to power, but they lie. They do not fulfill that promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. Now let us fight to fulfill that promise. Let us all unite. OTWTube.com, uncensored free speech platform.